You're listening to Conversations with the Royal Empress, where we are spiritually and mentally reawakening the original black woman by providing educational training tools and resources designed to inspire, empower, and elevate. Peace and blessings. Welcome and thank you for joining the first episode of Conversations with the Royal Empress. Your hosts are Dr. Hakima Jihad, Attorney Akila Shabazz, and myself, Laki Shay Nidira Muhammad. Our topic for this episode is Reclaiming Our Crown. Black woman, do you know who you are? So this evening, ladies, sisters, I'm so excited to have our first conversation. And so feel free. We're talking about reclaiming our crown. Black woman, do you know who you are? Yes, I know who I am. I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> you was getting ready to say that? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I know who I am. My name is Light. Is your name Sam? But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> My name is like, is your name Sam? Because if it is, step off. Grab your coat and get lost. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. I'm so okay. I think in in, in many in, in many circles, I mean, if, if, I'm going to say in many circles, but in the black community, we've gotten so far away from a matriarchal teaching, which is teaching African traditions or African culture or knowledge of self. And, and and a culture in which the black woman is of great value. Well, in this society, it's a patriarchal society where the woman is not honored. She's not valued. So when you're in a society where the woman is not valued, you're not taught to love yourself. You're not taught to accept yourself, accept, accept the greatness in yourself. So in our community, because we've gotten away from our own culture, gotten away from my knowledge of self, we have gotten so far away from a queen-like mindset or understanding that we are queens, that we are the original women of the original woman of the planet. And that's exactly what I was going to say, that who are we? We are the original woman. We are the mother of civilization. That's who we are. Yes. And I think that sometimes we don't understand that that's really who we are. That's who we come from. Everybody on this planet came from us. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so we should walk around proudly and with our crowns held up high, understanding that you wear a crown. It doesn't have to be a literal crown, but you should walk out every single day with that crown on your head and your shoulders upright, walking straight, understanding that you come from greatness that you come, I mean, everything comes from you. It's like, how do we not understand that? But there has to be resurrection. There has to be, you know, we got to mind the mindset out of the black woman again to let her know that she needs to reclaim her rightful place on this earth. 
Wow. I, I love it, sisters. I'm I'm really glad and I'm so excited that we have chosen this as our first topic. I mean, of course, why wouldn't we? Because we are the Royal Empress. And knowing and um, or exactly who you are, understanding what that means, I remember when I went through a phase of being taught that I was the original woman, the Asiatic black woman, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet Earth, the God of the universe. When I heard that for the very first time, I mean, it wowed me, but it woke something up in me because there was something that was already had been, there was something that had already been deposited in me from conception. And so sometimes you just have to have to wake it up. And when you mentioned resurrection, Akila, that's exactly what I felt like I was being resurrected because for the first time I was being reminded as to who I was. And it felt so good to know that, man, I am the mother of of civilization, really? Everything else was patterned after me? I mean, that's absolutely amazing. And so I'm really excited because this is a platform that allows us to be able to talk and awaken the original black woman, reminding her of who she is. Because once we are reminded of who we are, then we're going to take our rightful place in society. Once we are reminded who, of who we are, then we will reclaim our crown. And so how befitting. How be fitting. Yes. Even when we walk around other places, people know when you know who you are, everybody around you knows who you are. You walk mm-hmm. with you walk it's like when we walk, we walk with that, that whole essence of royalty. Mm. Because people are mm. looking, they're they're in awe. It's all of these things, especially when you but when you when you know it. You wear it. Yes. You wear it your whole spirit. And, you know, it's not a cocky thing. It's not something that you have to make up or something. You know how they say, fake it till you make it. And that's why there's a difference of really knowing who you are. You don't have to go out of your way to prove that this is who you are to anybody because it's just in you. You've accepted it. And when you put your foot down, you know, on the ground, it's like the whole earth is shaking because the original woman has stepped out. When you go to other countries or you visit other places and people see you, everybody is bowing down and I'm sure you all can bear witness. How many times have you walked in the room and you're the most beautiful thing in the room? Now, Shay, how many how many times has that happened to either of you sisters? I'm sure plenty, right? <laughs> I think it's I'm just saying. I agree. I agree. I think it's a mindset. If you, if, yeah. you know, beauty, beauty, being beautiful is a mindset. And, and, and right. when you know that you're God's first creation, you can't feel nothing but beautiful. We've, we don't have that knowledge that we are God's first creation and this earth was created for us. We don't have that mindset. If we accept that, if we connect on to the original source, if we connect on to our creator, we can get all the power that he has that he has that he chooses to give us. We'll walk around knowing that I am the original woman. I am God. 
because of God mm-hmm. created me. I am to be put on top of the earth so that everybody can see me. I'm beautiful. I am, I am the epitome of beauty. And once yes, we have that are. connection yes, with the true and living God and share that mystery God thinking, we will come into the realization that we are beautiful because we are the prototype of a woman. Every other woman is a prototype. Every other woman comes from us. With a prototype. Every other woman, absolutely. And, and again, you know, I, I've i noticed over the course of the years that our women and our men are wakening up. There is an awakening on the earth, and we are waking up little by little. And it's a beautiful sight because it is absolutely awesome to see those coming into the knowledge of who they are. Um, and the more that it happens then the more of an effect that it's going to have throughout the entire, you know, world. So it is a beautiful thing. And the more that I am able to have an opportunity to remind sisters, to remind brothers of who that black woman is. You know, when you think about that every, like you mentioned the prototype, that everything has been um Moder or everything, excuse me, has um, patterned or modeled after the black woman. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Everything has been patterned after the black woman. Thank you, Akiwa, for the rescue. Yes, I mean, that's, that's, that's amazing because we're not, we're not carbon copies, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to look like the black woman, and that's anywhere you go. Everywhere you go, people want to know who we are. Where do we come from, right? So we tell them, ah, you know, we are the original. <laughs> and it doesn't get no better than this. Why would you want anything other than the original? I mean, well, why would you, you want know, to be anything other than the original? Is it, it's that, a, accept your own and be yourself. Okay, there you go. I mean. No matter where you go on this planet, people are in awe. And mm-hmm. when you asked, you know, when you asked that question and we laughed about, you know, I'm sure you've been places, but even when you go to other countries, people mm-hmm. are fascinated. And we hear all of these things on the news about how everywhere, because we, we see so many negative things, and we especially see negative things as it pertains to black women. Uh, you know, we're loud, we're, you know, we're this and we're that, but we're so much more than that. And, 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 right, and a lot of those things, they are done purposely to distract us and to, you know, feed us a negative sense of ourselves, you know, on purpose to take us away from what we really are and where we should be focused. Yeah. And, I mean, and just look at what we do on a regular basis. Black women, first of all, I have we have heard this before when we say that the black woman is the backbone of the nation, of, of, of us, and we always have been because mm-hmm. we are the mothers, we are the caretakers, mm-hmm. we're every, I mean, we are, we are every woman, <laughs> We really, really are. And, again, it's like people are mimicking us, everything from, you know, how we look, you know, with, with, with all this plastic surgery and things like that and this excessive working out that others do 
to even just inform <laughs> Of the yeah, black the, the booty squats, yeah, the, the booty exercises for the, the squats. That yeah, the the we, we don't have to do everything. Right. And you know, and you hear people saying, "Oh, well, this person is getting this now. This person is getting that now." Yeah, they working hard for it. So, um, you know, it's it's certainly not genetics. And if it's and if it's genetic, you better shake that family tree a little bit. Hmm. So. <laughs> You you know you 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 shake that tree you might you might get a, some some brown folks gonna pop out if it's natural <laughs> on other people. Okay. Right. So right. so let's just be realistic. Gen- genetically, it's just not that's not the norm. So it, it is a thing that has worked for us, but it's everything. We were just talking uh, before our, our our um you know before the show when we were <clears throat> we were talking about our music. And mm-hmm. how everybody mimics our music and everybody, it's just like everything is just so patterned after us. And it's like if everybody else is excited about our culture and who we are, we need to be just as excited. And we need to understand that sometimes, even though I'm not necessarily one of those that believe that imitation is the best form of flattery, I know that's cliche and that's what people say, but you have to stop and think, why is everybody imitating me? Mm-hmm. Why does everybody want to be like me? Why does everybody want to dance like me? Why does everybody, it's just. Want to talk like me. Yeah. It, it's it's just, it, it's really amazing that we don't get that. But, sister, pick up your crown. You don't That's need to right. look elsewhere. You don't need to be validated elsewhere. You come from. Greatness. That's just the yes, bottom line. Greatness. And what happens, unfortunately, when we don't know who we are and we have not been given that knowledge of self and that knowledge of God and where we come from, then it's so easy to get caught up in fantasy land. And so when we, um, you know, see stories or um things in the media um, that piques our curiosity, we're really searching for ourselves. You know, whether it be a royal wedding or whatever the case might be, you have to ask, what is the deeper meaning in that? Every black woman or every woman on the planet wants to be adored and loved. So when you see us searching and seeking and being in awe with other people, it's only because we don't recognize that in truth, this is who we are. And so we look outside of ourselves to find joy and to find happiness. But black woman, I'm telling you right now, the joy and the happiness is deposited right inside of you. So while we look outside of ourselves, everybody is looking to the West. Everybody is looking over here and over there to see who you are. So will we, the real black woman with the real royal empress, will the real queen please stand up and take her rightful place and reclaim her crown? And if That's you have the question trouble, that I ask. Guess what? We can help you push that crown back up. If your sister's crown is a little tilted, straighten it up for her. Hey. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And that's yes. That's how we make it happen. Yeah, we that's have that's to. called that's called black girl magic, right? When we can take a look at our sister and we can straighten up her crown. Right? That's that's true black girl magic. <laughs> and yeah, we, we gotta call these we have to call each other queens and not bitches and not to be vulgar. But, Absolutely. You know, we refer to ourselves as 
bitch, and, and it's become like a, a nickname, which it shouldn't be. But a bitch is a female dog, so we should not be calling each other dogs. We got to flip that dog around and accept ourselves for who we are. We are God, and that's what we should be accepting ourselves as, not as a dog, but as a God. And we have to get used to referring to each other as queen or as royal empress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, one of the, the um, beautiful reminders, um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad He's always reminded us that when you educate a man, you educate an individual. But when you educate a woman, you educate a nation. Therefore, a nation, he says, can rise no higher than its woman. And so it is so important as we continue in the um, resurrection of our women that we and I'm talking about all of those who are listening and having the opportunity to listen in uh, to this um, podcast, it is important that each of us, we go back and we fix our sister's crown by reminding us of who we are. Because how can you know unless you have a teacher, right? How can you be taught? So if we all took our rightful place and decided, you know what? When I hear my sister being referred to as a bitch, and I know that that is not her name, then I have to stand up and say, no, ma'am, no, sir, don't refer to yourself as such. You are a queen. You know, sometimes it takes a reminder. A reminder is a mercy and it's truly a blessing. So sometimes instead of us looking down at what we see out here, you know, that instead of looking down, we turn it around. And we deposit something positive in it and be the best example that we can be. Because, no, no, I am not a bitch, as Queen Latifah said. Who you calling us, right? Right. And and she made it very clear. This was in the 90s when things were bumping and black women were being uplifted. But then, you know, there came a shift because the enemies of this world, they don't want the black woman to be reminded of who she is. But if you notice, the enemy of this world is constantly going after the black woman for a reason, because he understands that his only way until until this earth really is through the black woman. He has her in high positions in the workforce. He depends on her. He uses her body parts. He uses her mind. Anytime he wants to try to create something, he has to tap into the black woman. So apparently he's showing you through his actions, that there's something about that black woman that's not in or nor can it be found in any other person on this earth. You know, now they're telling the truth, telling you through the History Channel and, you know, all of these other programs, they're telling you who the black woman is. They're telling you that all civilization, you know, before they weren't mentioning it, they knew it, they've been knowing it for a while, but now they're telling you who she is. So all I'm saying is, black woman, now that everybody else knows who you are, do you know who you are? And are you willing to accept your rightful place? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And for the sisters that I don't said. know, each one teach one, as that saying goes. That's I know right. it's like a, it's just a slogan, but it's the truth. We all have to do mm-hmm. our part to help to elevate one another. And even just just getting 
into understanding when we talk about God, but just understanding that divine feminine energy that we all have and tapping into it because it's real. It's real. We can do so many things when we put our minds to it, when we put our collective energies together. We can make changes. We can make shifts in this earth if we only knew how powerful we really were. But I think mm-hmm. that 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 because other people know that, that's why mm-hmm. other things are being, or as they say, evil is being made fair seeming. Right. So right. that's why we're grasping on to all of these things. That's why these images of us, the negative images, are out there. But you can travel around the world, and we think that other people around the world see us in that negative light. And that's not mm-hmm. necessarily true mm-hmm. until you step foot off this continent. They mm-hmm. may, you may have people that come from other countries and act like that here. Right, 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 right. But when you, you like, go there. Mm-hmm. I want you to share, um, if you don't mind just briefly, your experience when you did the last um, retreat as the sun rose, just a bit of how, the women that you were able to bring together in the energy um, that manifested and how the rest of the people um, when you were at that retreat, how they looked upon the queens that you had in your circle. Wow. Because I think it speaks to that. (laughs) You know, that was such a powerful experience. I think I've, I've said before that I really don't have a lot of words to describe the energy that was there, but it was so powerful in that there was just nothing but love in the house with us. I had women walking away saying, I feel like a new woman. You know, sisters were walking away just with this sense of pride that they had, and it was just incredible, and it was just really talking about who you are, reclaiming mm-hmm. who you are. The, the the theme was the art of self-fullness, not selfishness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. becoming self-full is very different. It's not about being selfish or anything like that, but it's it's about acknowledging the the wholeness of yourself. And that's really what we tried to work on, and I think that that's what, what we got. You, you saw one sister, ever since we've come back, has been posting affirmations every single day. Mm, beautiful. Tell is. me more about Tell me more about how the other women saw you all as they looked, uh, you know, at the unity and just the beauty that was represented in these beautiful black women who were acknowledging who they were. We got a lot of stares, of course. You mm-hmm. know that. Just just from people in general. You know how they, how they have the gawkers? Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of that, especially when we were on the beach, because a lot of the sisters were wearing head wraps and wearing you know, African attire and wearing, or just just whatever they wore. But it was just a certain energy, I think, that we had that it just commanded Mm -hmm. certain things. So there were, we were in a grocery store one night, and this uh, cashier asked one of the ladies that was with us, she said, are you with those other two ladies over there? She said, yes, why? She said, are you guys mystics? Hmm. And she looked like, what? (laughs) But this, but this is a black woman mm. who's looking at us because what it is is they're looking like, okay, we're not, we're not used to seeing the sisters walking around like this. 
Who are you? And where were you? Where were you? We were in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Okay. And, but that's what that was the, the the feeling that we got. We walked around. We got a lot of stares. We got a lot of people asking who we were. Who are you? Who are you? Um, you know. And so that's that's the thing is that when you can walk with that sense of pride, people mm-hmm. want to know who you are. Even even yeah. the white people were asking who we were. Of course, of course. <laughs> and I guess that's really what I wanted you to capture um, and share with our audience because. Um, you made mention of the word, you used the word command. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was exciting to me or what was interesting about the experience that you shared, and I believe you, you shared this um, some time ago, but what was interesting about the experience is that you all commanded the whole room. You commanded everywhere you walked. People were really looking up and bowing down. Because they recognized who you were because you recognized who you were. See, when you, and that's the whole point I want to make, here you had a gathering with many women who had come together and you were speaking the language of understanding who you were. And through that, you put out a certain type of energy and the energy is really what shifts the people up. Yeah. It was the energy of the confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. They gravitated. Absolutely. They, wanted, they really wanted to know. There was curiosity. And we had one incident where this young black girl asked one of the sisters, was she black? Mm, interesting. And, and she said, and she, she looked puzzled. She said, am I black? Huh? Yes, honey, I'm black. She says, well, I wonder because your skin is so pretty. Mm. And this is a black woman This is a black young girl, probably maybe 18, 19 years old. Hmm. And so then another sister who was even darker, she said, well, I was wondering if you were black too. I think what she meant was, are you American blacks? We don't know. But the question was, are you black? And she didn't know that you were black people because she felt their skin was so smooth and beautiful that how could you be, well, I don't look like that. And the yeah. sister said at that moment, okay, this is a teachable moment right now. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. grabbed her <laughs> and mm-hmm. pulled her to the side to start telling her who she is. Mm-hmm. But that's the type of stuff that we have to do. When right. you and command that, yeah. that, when you command that attention yeah. from somebody and they inquire, that's a teachable moment. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Well, thanks for sharing that experience. I just wanted you to kind of, you know, um, share that again just because I felt like this is exactly what we as black women who accept um, ourselves um, and we are, as we reclaim our crown, this is the type of effect that it's going to have on the entire world, a reawakening. And so that's all we're doing. We're going through a phase where we're waking up again. And, oh, what a beautiful day when all of our sisters are together in unity, accepting themselves, accepting our own and being ourselves, and loving who we are and who who we were created to be, not desiring to um, change our skin complexion, but embracing the skin that God has given us. We are so 
beautiful as a people. And we come in so many different shapes, so many different sizes, so many different colors. I mean, who else can do that but us? We're the only ones that have that power. So I just think it's wonderful um, to just have this conversation, you know, mm-hmm. and just to remind us. I'm just excited about us, period. I, I, I do like, yeah. you know, I've, I, you know, sometimes you see some things that you go, oh, my goodness, you know, it's, it's disappointing, but it's like, but you know what? Sometimes we have to lead with love, and yes. especially yes. as yes. it pertains to us, as it pertains to your sister. So instead of getting mad, instead of calling names or or, or things like that, when somebody, when they don't know, just teach. That's right. Just, and and, and, and that's leading by example saying. is huge. Yeah. Leading by yeah. example is huge because if somebody watches you enough and they're around you enough and they see mm-hmm. that goodness, it starts mm-hmm. to rub off. It Absolutely. really does. It really does. But we mm-hmm. do have to, we, we have to understand who we are. And we have to understand that we don't need other people's validation. We don't yes. have to feel like we've arrived because we're the first something in somebody else's right. organization or, or family or, <laughs> or anything. Right, right. No, because see, that's the thing, you know, when you do see those, um, uh, make, you know, people making a comment or a reference to us being the first. Oh, she's the first black woman to whatever, 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 fill in the blank. Or the first black man to fill in the blank. Well, the thing about it is we've been the first because we were the original. And there is nothing new under the sun. So anything that you see here, you know, um, was already prior, you know, by given by us because we created that. We did that. Anything that we're seeing done lately, this is not new. People creating things, these are these things are not new. It's just that it was not broadcasted, you know. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted you to know that this was an original thought by the original man. So don't be excited to be the first anything when you already are the first. Nobody can make you the first because you already innately are the first. Don't buy into that. That's just the, somebody trying to sell you with tickets so they can take your crown. And it's nothing wrong with us being proud. Oh, no, it's nothing wrong with being proud. Nothing wrong with being proud. (laughs) Yeah, but it's not. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we look at it like we've arrived. But you've arrived by whose standards? And see, that's, that's, I think, where the problem comes in is that you feel like you've arrived now that you've done something that the dominant society, mm-hmm. you know, it, is basically dominating. So here you come, oh, well, now we're doing this, now we're doing that. But it's, if, if given the opportunities before, it would have already happened. So... You know, so it it happening today, it's like, well, okay, but this could have happened a long time ago. Right, and it would have right, happened a long right. time ago if given access. But we had our own then, uh, our own companies, our own everything, particularly when segregation was going on. I mean, we had, we had our own towns and governments that we were running. We've always had our own. We've always. You know, so we, we, always we talk tried. about Wakanda. And, you know, us getting excited. Well, the reason we got excited because we were just being reminded 
of what we've always been, which is royal. We've always been royal empresses. You know, we've always been kings and queens. It's just that somebody came and they knocked our crown off. And so now we have to come back and reclaim it. And pick it back up. That's right. Pick it back up. up. (laughs) (laughs) And and we can do that all together. We can do that all together, supporting one another, loving one another. Because the thing about it, when we love one another, when we love ourselves, then we don't have any issue or any problem helping one another and helping ourselves. When I look in the mirror and I see myself, I see my sister. You know, and so that is the beautiful thing because every time, you notice absolutely. What you want for your sister? What you want for myself? It can't go any other way. And so, with that being said, I just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to our inaugural show, and we hope that you will join us every week for more conversations with the Royal Empress. So stay tuned for topics like the friend zone rising above emotion, and colorism. And also, we hope that you will join us in the near future for our workshop on reclaiming your crown. Peace and blessings. Have a good one. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Conversations with the Royal Empress. For more information on the Royal Empress, visit our website at www.royalempress.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter.